Welcome to the Watershed Teaching Podcast. Watershed is the high school ministry of Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. Perimeter Church is part of the Presbyterian Church in America. Watershed is a place where we hope high school students would connect, receive, and transform. We want to see students connect with God and others through healthy community, receive His truth through gospel-centered, grace-based teaching, and be transformed by the gospel to then go transform their world. Thank you for downloading this podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.perimeter.org slash watershed. All right, so we're starting a new series today, uh, Meeting Jesus. Okay, could this be the Christ? And we're going through the book of John uh, for four different weeks. And, um, and so really just kind of taking a look at the way different people encounter Jesus and how they walk away completely changed after an encounter with him, okay? And that's, that's kind of where we're going. And I want to start today really just by, um, by telling you a story, all right? So it's story time with Jeff right now. So, um, all right, all right. So there was once a guy named Jose, all right? And Jose is with all his buddies, and they are driving through the rough part of town, and they see a Starbucks with like a five guys next door, right? So, so Jose's not really hungry. They pull up. The other guys say, hey, we're going to go get some food. We'll bring you back something. So Jose goes in and he gets, a, he gets the, the small dark roast, right? He sits outside. He notices there's a, a group uh, of, of teenagers and, and young adults kind of smoking, hanging out in the parking lot. And He settles in and drinks his coffee, and just about the time he's finished, you know, he he looks over to the side, and he notices a woman come and sit down next to him. Now, he wondered, maybe maybe she's transgender, she's got kind of this androgynous look, she has pink hair, um, a lot of piercings, tattoos, one really sticks out on her leg that basically says, loser. And he notices that she's got a big thermos. She just had filled up with coffee. It's got stickers all over the side. And on the side is her name, and it says Sam. So he says, hey, can I bother you for a refill? I just just drained my cup, and uh, she took one look at his clean-cut appearance, saw the Bible verse tattoo that he had on his forearm. She says, it's pretty bizarre that you, a holy roller rich kid, would ask me for a cup of coffee. He replied, if you knew who it was that was asking you, you'd ask me and I'd give you something that would bring you way more satisfaction than this coffee. She replied, hey, if you're some kind of drug dealer, that's fine for you. I've pretty much tried everything. Some stuff I liked and some stuff I didn't. But the problem is they always wear off. And besides, coffee's way cheaper than drugs. Well, he said, you don't have to worry about it. I'm, I'm not a drug dealer. What I'm offering you is a lot better than coffee or drugs. What if I told you that what I'm offering you will never wear off, but it will last for life? In fact, it will last for all eternity. Well, of course I'd be interested in that, she said. Why are you here instead of hanging out in the parking lot with your friends? Jose said. Those aren't really my friends, she answered. We, we used to hang out, 
But what can I say? Life sucks. People suck. Relationships suck. Wow, Jose said. Sounds like you've been through a lot. Are you seeing anybody right now? She said, what, are you trying to pick me up now? Not really in a committed relationship, she said. So he replied, you're right. You've had three girlfriends and two boyfriends in the last two years. And right now, you're sleeping with a married man. You could have written that Halsey song, I'm Bad at Love, based on the life that you're living right now. She said, I have no idea how you would know that. We haven't met, have we? Are you some kind of psychic? Is that some kind of freaky ability that you have just because you're a Christian? I mean, I grew up going to church, but I never saw anything like that. I think God's everywhere, and you don't even have to go to church to find him. In fact, I kind of hate Christians. They're mostly hypocrites anyway. They claim they have the corner on truth. Jose replied, well, you're right. You can worship God anywhere. He is spirit, and we worship him in spirit and in truth. Christians aren't perfect, but true salvation is found in what they believe. They know the truth about God. She said, supposedly God made all this, but he feels pretty distant to me. And that's when he looked right at her and said, what if I told you that you could know him and talk with him and be in relationship with him right now? You see, he came that you might have an abundant life that's filled with purpose and meaning. Just then, Jose's friends came back with food. They were pretty blown away to see him in deep conversation with Sam. What in the world is he doing, they thought. So after a little while, Sam got up. She left her coffee on the table. She ran out into the parking lot where a lot of her former friends were hanging out. Jose looked at his buddies and he said, hey, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm pretty jacked up over the conversation I just had with this, this person named Sam. And it's just got, it's so much more satisfying than anything I could ever eat. His friends were confused and then he pointed out to the parking lot and he said, when I do the will of my heaven, that what my heavenly father wants me to do, it just fills me up. Looking out in the parking lot now, he said, don't you see all those people who need a relationship with God? There is so much work for us to do. There are so many people seeking out satisfaction in so many different things, and they're all searching for truth that won't really satisfy them. Sam brought in all her friends, and they sat down and started talking to Jose, and he told them stories, and so many of them believed, and they, gave, they too gave their lives to Christ. Now, of course, if you've grown up in church, you recognize this story, right? It's the story of the woman at the well. And I wanted to kind of recast it to kind of make it more relevant to you to think about, you know, what would that look like for me in this context, in this day and age? What, because, you know, the story that I just told is true. Now, I may have given you a modern spin on it, but it really happened. Jesus really did meet this woman. He really did have this conversation. And I got three things to tell you about it, and then we're going to send you off to your groups. The first thing that you see is a change in perspective, okay? 
what, when Jesus entered into Samaria and he meets this woman at the well, everything is wrong for him to talk to her. It, no one, it didn't make sense that a, a, a Jewish rabbi would ever talk to a Samaritan woman, right? She was the wrong sex. She was the wrong race. She had the wrong reputation. She believed the wrong things. And yet he engaged with her. Right now, are you and I walking by people who are desperately seeking for satisfaction in life? They're looking for something, and we have what that something is. Um, The living water Jesus promised the woman at the well is welling up inside of us, and we're supposed to give it away. So can we have that change in perspective and see the people that are all around us that need it? Or are we more like the disciples? You know, one thing, they couldn't imagine that when they got there, they were so confused that Jesus was talking to her because they saw themselves in a superior position. You know, instead of seeing her and saying, she's just like me, I need Jesus just as much as she needs Jesus. We're both in a position of great need. And the only one that can meet that need is God, is Christ. That's the way we need to be looking into these kinds of situations. We're the same in need. So the first thing is that, a change in perspective. The second thing that she experienced was a change in what satisfies, right? She was seeking satisfaction. She was looking for love in all the wrong places, right? The Samaritan woman, if you remember the story, had had five husbands, and the man she was living with wasn't her husband. She was looking for satisfaction, in her case, in relationships, And I think what she probably did is think each time that maybe she's just bad at picking the right guy because every time it didn't satisfy. And so she just kept changing guys, changing partners, right? Hoping that somehow that would bring satisfaction. What are you seeking satisfaction in right now? Some of you, it might be grades. It might be your relationships. It might be uh, popularity. It might be how many likes you can get. It could be fame, Money, the part in the play, the perfect job, the starting position, anything that you're seeking out right now that you're hoping is going to give you that satisfaction, ultimately, it will not satisfy you because you weren't designed that way. You and I were designed with only one thing that would truly satisfy us, and that's a relationship with Christ. She finally got that, that change in what satisfies And it completely changed her. So we have a change in perspective, a change in what satisfies, and lastly, we have a change in priorities. You and I, if you're a believer, you have been saved for a reason. There's a reason that you have been saved. Did you know that we were not, we did not become Christians to fulfill the American dream? Did you know that? Like, that's nowhere in Scripture. You, one day getting married, solid job, two and a half kids, a dog and a cat. Yeah, I know the half kid's kind of hard to do. But you, you do that, and you think of that. And so, like, right now, we're absorbed with this, oh, this happiness, this goal, a big bank account, a nice 401k. You know, what, what's it going to look like? You've been saved to radically live for Jesus wherever he calls you to do. And he may call you to do something that's totally counterintuitive to the American dream. What if he calls you to sell everything and move to India? What if he calls you to sell everything and move to Norcross? 
What if he calls you to just say, hey, this is my life, God. This is our job, right? Is to say, here's my life. Here's my talents. Here's my abilities. I want you to give me your priorities, your kingdom. How are you going to use me in this world? You see, she left her jar, the water jar, and went out to the people who hated her and said, you're not going to believe this man who told me everything. Come and see. She approached the very people that she had avoided before because God changed everything for her and he changed her priorities and she wanted to live for him and she wanted to give it away. So let me close with this. There's, there's a chance. Um, is there a chance that you're going to meet somebody like the Samaritan woman? Probably not, right? You're not Jewish. Uh, the way that, that that whole system over there and what Jesus was dealing with and all that is pretty far-fetched for you and me. Is there a chance that one day you might meet somebody like Sam in the modern-day storytelling? Yeah, you probably have. You probably walk by him in the halls of your school right now. And do you have eyes to see that person and who God is calling you to reach out to today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you uh, for loving us the way that you do. And Lord, I thank you for every person that is created in the image of God, someone like Sam, that you would call us to reach out to, call us uh, to give our lives to, call us because we know the truth. Lord, if there's somebody here today who doesn't know, and maybe they're searching for something, uh, they're seeking satisfaction in something that will always let them down. God, I pray that even today they would give their life to Jesus, um, that they would talk to their dear leader and say, hey, how can I become a Christian today? Because I want, I want that living water that will live in me and well up within me so that I will never thirst again, that it will bring complete satisfaction. Because the life with Jesus brings purpose and meaning. And Lord, for those of us that already are Christians, I pray that you would help us to give that away, to see those who need you so desperately that are all around us. Give us eyes to see them, Lord. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.